Do we really have to do this again? Oh, we do? Really? All right, folks, we're going to talk about it. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Salutations. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for almost a dozen years now. Yeah, I look at the calendar. It's 2022. 2023 is only half a year away. So I've been covering hockey for a dozen years in many platforms across different leagues. And yet we are needing to have this conversation again. I'm going to cut through all the stuff that I usually do at the start of the podcast, the intros, not going to do that today because we have to talk about it. We do. And I hate doing this. I I realize my name is Jason Hernandez. I realize that I'm a non-white in a predominantly white sport. So whenever I see something occur in the world of hockey and it strikes a chord with me, then I I'm going to want to talk about it. And as such, I feel like I have a platform to talk about this. And we're going to do this today with limited commercial breaks. So, yeah, just bear with me on this one. There will be some hockey talk, but it it could be for better. It could be. So as you may be aware, in the Stanley Cup playoffs right now, there's a very heated series going on between the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. Yes, we're going there today, folks. We're absolutely going there because we had a despicable act take place on and off the ice while the Colorado Avs won two consecutive games in St. Louis. And speaking on my behalf, I'm glad. I'm glad the Avs beat them not once but twice. So let's start with what happened in Game 3. So Game 3 was very heated. There was a lot of tension between both teams during the game. There was some hard hits on both sides. The one hit that seemed to divide some of the hockey crowd, actually a lot of the hockey crowd, was when Jordan Binnington got demolished in the crease by Nazim Kadri. Now to be fair... Kadri did get pushed on the way to the crease by a St. Louis player. And Bennington got injured. And of course, Bennington being Jordan Bennington, being, I'm just going to say it right up front, being the crybaby that he's been in the past, just saying how he's reacted to things in the past. He has got a bit of a reputation. And it came to the forefront once again. Bennington acted a little petulant, and he was pissed. Kadri, he did apologize. He said he didn't mean it. He did not mean to injure Jordan Binnington. And you could tell by his body language right away that he did not want to run the goalie. In fact, he was trying to stop and avoid the goalie, but he got pushed right into the crease. So Kadri didn't mean any harm on that particular play. That's not to say he's not an entirely clean player. I mean, Kadri has had some pretty bad hits in his past. 
This was not one of them. This was definitely not one of them. So, the game ended. Colorado won. And Azim Kadri was being interviewed on the NHL on TNT. This took place a few nights ago, after Game 3. During that interview, during it, Jordan Bennington apparently threw a water bottle in his general direction. He wasn't happy about it. He was pretty ticked off, and I I don't blame Kadri one bit for that. I mean, was he going to go yell at him? No, because as Nazim Kadri has said, he's had this kind of stuff happen to him in the past. He's had just incidents around him. That didn't escalate yet. Bennington did throw a water bottle, and we thought that would be the end of it. That's what we thought. But no, it did not end there. The following day, the day between games three and four, that's when the ugliness really began to take place. Kadri apologized. He didn't mean it. Then we heard that Jordan Bennington would be out for the rest of the series, which means he'll be out for the rest of the playoffs. Hey, you know what? Speaking for myself, speaking on my behalf, fine. Good riddance. We don't need more Jordan Binningtons in the world. We don't. We don't need that. In fact, wasn't Jordan Binnington the one who most recently, well, I should, I should say most recently, had some pretty horrible things to say on Twitter. On Twitter, rather, this is nothing new. Jordan Binnington has made some pretty bad tweets as early as last year. Last year, he tweeted, quote, if you have your period, be quiet. Yes, that was an actual tweet. There's been some other bad tweets that he's made in the last few years. Yep, that that's happened. He has made some racist tweets in the past from a few years ago. Yep, he's really done that. Really, really. And those tweets have come to the forefront yet again from way back in 2013 where he actually made some Islamophobic tweets. Now, I'm going to read these tweets as is, as he wrote them. This was a few years ago. And I hate that I have to repeat these, but I'm bringing this up for reasons. Where he said, quote, I was thinking when people who wear the burqas are at the airport... How is the security able to see if that's them in their passport? Seriously. Without the vowels. End quote. He also said something else about Islam's again later that year. Where he said, quote, Also, if you're underage and nervous of getting into a bar, throw the damn burqa on. No way the bouncer will get into that awkward questioning. And then he later went on to say, yeah, taxi man, I'd probably rather listen to the radio than listen to you talk on the phone in another language. End quote. Look, we, we know what he was saying. Let's not read between the lines. We know exactly what he was saying. So Jordan Bennington kind of hating on Kadri because of race. Kadri has a reputation. So does Jordan Bennington. He does have a reputation. 
and he's had meltdowns before. He's had meltdowns on the ice. He's had meltdowns off the ice. He's made some insensitive tweets in the past and sometimes in the recent past. It's abhorrent what he said. But what makes things worse is what happened with Nazim Kadri's wife. Jazzy Kadri had some pretty damning racist attacks against her. This was really bad. And this is on Mike Stevens' Twitter, who brought this to the attention of everybody. Where he said, quote, Kadri's wife shares what their family has endured for the past 48 hours through the Jazzy Kadri Insta account. These racist attacks are sickening, end quote. And they are very sickening. Here's some, some of what was said. This is from one person. I'm going to find out your every move. Watch your back for Bennington. Another one. And sorry, I'm just quoting this. But this is going to have some of the language in it. Quote, David Perron is your daddy, you Muslim son of a bitch. Lick the bottom side of my nutsack. You should be praising Allah or bombing buildings or chopping people's heads off like the Muslim you are, you son of a bitch. You are ISIS. The Blues own your sweet ass. The next one, I'm not even going to say for reasons. I'll get back to something like that a little bit later. Another one. I mean, this is just bad. Another one that says, Hope you get on a plane and it blows up in Muhammad's name. Oh, by the way, there's more. Hang your, quote, hang yourself, you goat effing piece of, you know what? You carpet flying piece of crap. You would be doing the world a blessing if you hung yourself in front of the whole team. Nice interview, pussy. So now you're a victim. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then he's also called a towel head. He's called dirty, not because of his play, but because of who he is. Also being called a stupid Arab. And on Twitter, Libby Hornbuckle said, where was Kadri on the morning of 9-11? And Jazzy Kadri went on to say, this is just a small example. There are many, many more. This behavior doesn't belong in sports or anywhere. If you are not condemning racism, then you are tolerating it. Praying for the world to be a better place with more love and less hate, end quote. That's a direct quote from Jazzy Kadri. Jazzy Kadri, rather. I, I feel for the Kadri family. I feel for the entire family having to put up with that crap over and over and over again. And this is not just an isolated incident. He gets this probably on the daily or at least on the weekly or at the very least, at least once a month. He probably gets something like this because of who he is. He wrote a piece on the Players Tribune saying, I am who I am. And he cannot change who he is. He's a Muslim playing in the National Hockey League, and he cannot change that. And all the fans out there saying stuff like that, it's terrible. It is absolutely horrible. This should absolutely stop.
going back to the piece on the Players' Tribune, Nazim Kadri loved watching Kobe Bryant's interviews when he was younger because of the Mamba mentality. And he remembers that so vividly. And myself, I mean, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a lifelong Lakers fan. I loved those Kobe interviews as well. I love that Mamba mentality. That's how I'm going to approach this podcast. That's how I'm approaching it right now. With that mentality. Look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But racism sucks. There is no place in hockey, basketball, in sports, in the world, in life. There is no room at all for racism. And I try to use some of these. I mean, I used the word abhorrent earlier describing the racism. I could use other adjectives because, oh my God, I'm actually an educated Mexican. Let's see. What else can I say? It is hateful. It's loathsome. It is disgusting, reprehensible, offensive, horrid. I don't know what, I mean, I know I could use a bunch of other words here. It's abominable. I despise that kind of language being used in any player, whether they are Muslim, whether they are Asian Pacific Islander. Oh, by the way, it happens to be Asian American Pacific Islander month, by the way. Just putting that out there. And there are players in the National Hockey League that are Asian American or Asian Canadian or Pacific Islander. There's more than a couple. I'm sure they've heard their own racist comments towards them. In fact, I could think of at least a couple players. Let's, oh, I could think of one. How about the Robertsons? Yeah. One of my favorite players in the National Hockey League, Jason Robertson. He said, yeah, he's gotten it a couple times, but he brushes it off. Nazim Kadri. He said that he's had to put up with this and he's had to brush it off as well. He's had to do that for his entire career. In fact, let's go back to between game three and four. The Kadri's got all those terrible racist comments. It's awful. Horrible. This has no place. None at all. So then, of course, I go to Twitter because this sucks. Craig Berube, the coach of the St. Louis Blues, he had no comments about Kadri. Well, hmm. Berube has a history He has a history as a player of not exactly being the best guy. Yeah, that's one way to put it, right? Oh, so the question was about the threats and he's not going to comment on it. This was a chance for him to send a message that these racist attacks are unacceptable. I mean, that's all he has to say. Just three words. Racism is unacceptable. That's it. That is PR 101. And he couldn't even do that. All we asked was the bare minimum. And we didn't even get that. Oh, but mm, you you know what? I mentioned that Craig Brube has a history. Hmm. It's like we've seen this before. Oh, wait. We have. Craig Brube got suspended 
oh, how 25 years ago, 25 years ago, he got suspended for calling the Florida Panthers Peter Worrell, who was black, by the way. He called him a monkey during an on-ice incident. He got suspended for one game. This is not the first time, nor will it be the last, unfortunately, that we've seen this. In fact, we've seen this happen multiple times across different leagues. Let's let's go back in history, shall we? Hmm. <coughs> let's go back. I'm I mean, I don't even care. The ECHL. We saw an attack where a player went after oh, Jordan Suban, PK's brother, by um, how can I put this mildly? He did a racist gesture, a monkey gesture, towards Subban. Naturally, he was pissed off. Another incident happened with Boko Omama just last year. By the way, that wasn't the first time that Omama had a racist attack against him. This is personal. I happen to be front and center. I happen to be right there. When Boko Amama got verbally abused by a player from the Bakersfield Condors. And he was called a slur on the ice multiple times. That's what gets to me about that incident in Ontario. That it's it still gets to me to this day. I mean, I know I I try I'm trying to roll things off more and more as I hear more of this like I'm I try that is one thing that still sticks in my mind and it still gets to me just because he did it multiple times he doubled down on his racist comments it's one thing if you say it once and then you say okay my bad I apologize when you do it multiple times you deserve to get your ass kicked and you know what? That's exactly what happened after he served his, what, six-game suspension? I thought that was a slap in the face at the time. That was an insult. And he got his ass kicked by Boko Mama in Bakersfield. Good. Good. We do not need racism. We do not need a current head coach who did get suspended previously for a racist comment to come back 25 years later and not even give the bare minimum. As I tweeted, all he had to say was racism has no place in our sport and leave it at that. We couldn't even get that. It sucks. It really sucks. I was rooting heavily against St. Louis in game four. Heavily. And then what happened after that? That was something else. And I will talk about that after this brief word. We're going to have another intermission here. But first, I will just give a quick, a very brief word about our favorite sponsor, Built Bar, which has some new flavors for Built Puffs. If you guys need a protein bar on the go that tastes delicious, then head over to Built.com. Try their new Built Puff flavors, which I really love, especially the Churro Puff. So head to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. All right, coming up after the intermission, I'm going to give my final thoughts on all of this. We'll get to that on the other side. 
Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we're recording this on a very dark day. To peel back the curtain once again, I've mentioned this several times on this podcast. Sometimes I tend to record one or two segments, come back later, reset, record the third one. Well, between recording the first two segments and this last one, we had a pretty unspeakable tragedy happened once again in this country. And if you haven't seen the news, we had another horrific school shooting take place in Dallas. I mean, that kind of supersedes all what's going on in the sports world. So, yeah, it, it sucks. It, it just really sucks. So, wow. I, I can't believe we're doing this again. Once again. And this just over a week removed from the shooting that took place uh, right here in SoCal. The Orange County church shooting that that was the thing that happened and it sucks and we're doing this again i i'm just at a loss for words that we're still doing this so i had some final thoughts about the whole nazim kadri thing so i just kind of want to put a bow on this podcast and then wrap it up so doug Doucette had a story about nazim kadri and the whole family. And I need to actually go through this whole tweet thread because it's really nice and kind of sums up the Cadres as a whole family. So Doug met the whole family that he always rem- remembered fondly and he wanted to put it out in the world. So here's what he's saying. Quote, In 2008 or so, Nazim had just been traded to the Knights and I was new to the London area. A friend of mine from work who I didn't know extremely well yet invited me to come play pickup hockey with some of his friends and family. On the way, he explained that it's Nazim's dad, Sam, and some of his uncles and cousins, and I'd probably be the only white guy there. I'd like to say it wasn't an intimidating situation to be in, but as a white kid from northern Ontario, you don't find yourself in that position often or ever to that point, and no matter how hard you try... It's at the forefront of your mind. We got in the room and my buddy introduced me to everyone. They all pulled on Kitchener Rangers cadre jerseys and London Knights cadre jerseys and we hit the ice and threw sticks to pick teams. I ended up on the opposite side of the friend who brought me, but on Sam's team. At no point did anyone make a comment about my ethnicity, jokingly or otherwise. At no point did anyone make me feel like an outsider. They were the most welcoming, inclusive, supportive group of people I've ever been on the ice with. Even with an alarming portion of the hockey world, sorry, even when an alarming portion of the hockey world still refuses to let them in, they were accepting and kind. It breaks my heart to see the way Naz has been treated. It breaks my heart even more to know there is an inconceivable amount of this going on away from the spotlight. I don't know. Maybe this isn't going to change anyone's views whose views need changing. But I felt like a little positivity in this entire ugly mess wouldn't hurt. End quote. And this is hit right on the head. By all accounts, the Cadres are a welcoming, incredible family. And even going back to something that I talked about, you know, the Nazim Kadri hat trick that happened 
in game four, and this is kind of going to what happened last. Game four, Kadri hears all the death threats, all that stuff. He goes out there, and despite the fact that he gets run, and he gets run by multiple players, the one guy that really went after him on this game, I mean, yeah, Bennington, I'm sure he would have gone after him if he had been playing. Probably. But, man, it, it really sucks that a former Duck tried to take him out. David Perron got little a little too nasty and took it a little bit too seriously by cross-checking him in the back by trying to raise his elbow, trying to injure him. That's not right. It's not right, and Kadri responded. He responded by scoring not one, not two, but three goals on the road. A hat trick in St. Louis. There were a smattering of fans that did go out there and throw in their hats. So, hey, you know what? Good for Nazim Kadri to go out there and do the thing, get the hat trick. But after the game on NHL on TNT, I thought it was great that Biz asked a couple of quotes or Biz asked about all the noise that's going on and how he responded. And then it got really personal. Liam, who's the host on NHL on TNT, he talked about the fact that there was the death threats and all that stuff. And Azim just said, you know, this is something that he's been dealing with his entire life. And he's used to it. It's sad to say that we get used to this. Speaking for myself as a non-white covering hockey, you know, you kind of get used to it. And he said, yeah, you try your best to let it roll off your back. And, you know, it's just something that he's dealt with his whole life. I mean, he's not going to say that he doesn't get affected by it, but he's done a better job of letting it roll off. And that struck a chord with me. It struck a chord with me for this reason. Do I get race remarks? Yes. In the years that I've been covering hockey, I've heard racist remarks, and it sucks. I've been called some pretty crappy things. I've been called, and this was recently, and I I hate to even like kind of bring this back because it sucks, and no bleep button here. But, you know, apparently if I tweet enough about it, you know, it sucks that I get called a, quote, brown piece of shit. End quote. Yeah, I've been called that. I've been called, oh, or I've been told, like, oh, you're a Mexican, go cover soccer. Like, yeah, I, I've heard it. And it hurts. It, it it does hurt. And I'm trying to do a better job of just letting it roll off of my shoulders and I'm I'm slowly getting there. I still hear it. It sucks. I I hate that we're still doing this in 2022. We're still getting these racist remarks. It it just it's it really sucks. I hate hearing it. Nas hates hearing it. Anyone that is not a white in hockey, we've heard it. We've definitely heard it. I know some of my colleagues Unfortunately, we're part of the crossfire during the during the Spotify days. 
back when we did the green room, I I got attacked. I mean, I got attacked in the green room too. I had people calling me calling me all kinds of stuff. And other hosts got in the crossfires of that. So it, it's something that I don't like hearing. And I know he doesn't like hearing it. So, you know, he's trying to do his best to roll it off. And I guess I got to try to do the same. You know, try to try the best I can to just let it roll off. All right. Uh, just one final thought on this before we wrap up. Um, guys, with everything that's happening in the world, with what happened out in Texas, with what happened in the sports world, yeah, I did not want to talk about sports at all. It it did not feel like the place for it. So I felt like, yeah, I, I was going to put this up on Tuesday, but I thought, no, I, I need some time. I just got to table it, you know, just let my emotions reset and just record this last segment and speak to you guys straight from the heart. That's what you're getting right now. This is straight from the heart. Guys, we do not need racism. We do not need all this terribleness in the world. Let's just continue. And I say this every show. Let's just be kind to one another, guys. Okay? There is no room in this world for hateful rhetoric. There is no place in this world for hate. There is no place in this world for racism. There is no place in this world for any of that stuff. And I I know we could do better. I hope we can do better as a whole. So, yeah, guys, think about what you're saying. Think about what you're saying to others. You know, those kind of words can be hurtful. They absolutely can be hurtful. And we've got to do better to try to stop racism. It it just needs to stop. And now that we're at this point, it's gotten to the point where now I'm rooting for Colorado to win this series in five because I don't want to see Kadri go back and do with that crap in St. Louis for game six. No. I, I hope Colorado wins, and I hope they win big in game five. I really do. Sorry to the St. Louis fans listening to this, but I, I hope Colorado smokes them because we need to just put this behind us. All right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have another podcast, either a doubleheader for a Wednesday or a doubleheader for a Thursday. And I will have an announcement as to the future of this podcast on the next show. So stay tuned for all that. All right. I'm just going to end it with that. Thank you so much for your continued support. It's very, very greatly appreciated. And I appreciate those of you that have had some kind words. They mean a lot. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please, please continue to be kind to one another, especially at a time like this. And ducks fly together. Be safe, everyone.